Hello and welcome back to the 123 Mikey Gold Podcast. I know it's been a, a few weeks since we uploaded a new episode here on the podcast, but life has been pretty hectic. I work full-time and I'm a full-time college student, so it's pretty tricky trying to find the perfect balance between those both worlds, but I think I'm doing pretty good for the most part. This week we have a new episode and we are talking about COVID-19. I know a few of you may not be interested in this sort of topic and are more interested in our wrestling slash queer topics and conversations. And don't worry, we'll be back next week with a brand new episode, thus concluding season one of the 123 Mike and Gold podcast. We'll be back sometime in June and we'll have brand new episodes, brand new guests and more wrestling, more queer debates, more queer topics Anything that you want in season two, please let me know. You can reach me at 123MikeyGoPod on Twitter. Yes, we have a Twitter. Again, it's 123MikeyGoPod on Twitter. Send us a like, follow us. Uh, We're pretty active on Twitter. We actually love hearing from you guys. And we really appreciate you guys tuning in. With that being said, we'll just dive into this conversation. But before we do, hear a few words from our sponsors. Hello, my name is Michael. I go by Mikey. I'm a current student at the University of North Texas at Dallas. And this week, we're doing things differently. This week, we are talking about COVID-19, aka coronavirus. Before we get started, I know that this might not be your cup of tea. I know a lot of my listeners tend to listen to my podcast because I talk about wrestling or because I have queer discussions with my guests, and I appreciate you tuning in. But if this isn't your cup of tea, I understand. Don't worry. We're not going to become some crazy political podcast. That's not my intentions with this week. If you're looking for queer debate or queer topics or wrestling content, don't worry, I got you covered. Next week, we're returning back to normal. This week, I felt that it was important and pivotal to have this open and honest, raw discussion about coronavirus. This week, there's no fancy editing, no crazy guest. It's just me Mikey with the microphone and a beer can having a discussion. It feels a little weird not having someone with me. I have my beer can here. I have my Swedish beer can here. It's a pear cider, which I love, which I got at Total Wine a couple weeks ago because everything is closed down, which scared me. And I know it scared a lot of people. I honestly don't know when I started to take this pandemic seriously. I honestly don't know what day it is today. I'm lucky that I have a sense of normalcy still left within me. I still go to work every day. Well, five out of the seven days I go to work. I can't disclose where I work, but I have a good job. And I'm grateful. There's also a sense of fear every single time that I go to work and I interact with people. Is today the day I get sick? Is today the day that I get infected and infect the people that I see on a daily basis? My parents, my boyfriend, my brother. I can't shake those feelings. I remember 
one night I was watching a movie with my boyfriend and he was on the computer and he was the first person to mention COVID-19. Silly little entitled me thought, oh, that's ludicrous. It could never reach the United States. We are protected. We are okay. We are we are possibly the greatest country in the world. Like, there's no way in hell that this could affect us. Foolish, foolish little me. How can I ever have formed that thought process? I don't know. Honestly, I didn't take this seriously. Maybe until the second week of our extended spring break. And I was like, wow, this isn't going back to normal. But what exactly is normal? I don't know anymore. I'm trying to be vague as possible. Hopefully this doesn't sound so weird or creepy, but fine. You know, I work for a major cell phone carrier. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to say who. That's for who I work for currently. My job has made changes, and they're doing everything that they can in their power to ensure the safety of their workers, which I appreciate, and I'm grateful that I have a job, but there's a little bit of fear still left within me. Like I said, I noticed that each day they started implementing changes like, oh, six feet apart, you have to wear a face mask, and hey, let's not really touch money. Let's do everything like limited as possible. And I think once I started to realize that, it was a slow realization for me, but once I started to realize that, I'm like, wow, this is serious. It's not just some propaganda that people created to create mass hysteria. And I know there's a few people who are conspiracy theorists and think that this is some government-created virus and, hey, if that's your opinion, that's your opinion. I have mine, you have yours, I respect what you believe, but this is not the time or the place for me to discuss that right now. I don't know anyone personally who has COVID-19. I know that COVID-19 has affected my daily life in the sense where I'm a senior in college, but I can't go to campus. I am currently 28, and I made some choices in life that were fun and crazy stories along the way that I've created and made and, you know, people I've met in my life have, you know, um, taken me in this crazy wild ride called life. It took me a minute to come back to school and settle down and obtain my bachelor's degree in communications. I like taking online classes because I don't have the discipline and I can't pay attention and I'm just like, what am I doing? Like, I don't know what I'm doing. I miss people and I miss talking to my friends and my professors and I just can't get into the groove. I didn't mean to make a Madonna reference there, but you know, it came out, it's fine. Excuse me, let me take a swig of my beer. Yep, that's good. But it's a struggle trying to log into um, Canvas every day and try to go over what you need to learn and figure out how to use things that I don't know how to use, like Adobe Premiere and all these multiple tools and resources that I need to excel at my future career. And I have to figure it out by myself. And I know these younger people, kids, tend to absorb all these things you know, super fast, and I'm like, oh my god, I feel like my parents trying to figure out their phone. Like, I don't get it. I just don't get it. This has affected professors as well. Luckily, most of my professors have been phenomenal. 
they communicate effectively through email and they respond for the most part if it efficiently. I had some professors take a little bit longer than others and hey, I understand this is a crazy time. Luckily, um, my professor for my podcasting class, which I'm creating this podcast for, has been understanding and patient and he checks up on us like weekly, bi-weekly, and he's just a great guy. Quick little pause again. So I don't do online classes well. So we had this assignment where we had to have like listen to a, a podcast that was like a true crime podcast and write one paragraph per episode. Yes, one paragraph per episode. I misread. I read one page per episode. So there's six episodes. I ended up writing like 13 pages of this like true crime podcast. So if you're ever interested in looking or listening to a podcast that's really good about true crime, please listen to Dirty John. It's amazing. There's a Netflix series on it also, but it's not quite as good. But I wrote 13 pages. You know, I felt like Boo Boo the Fool here. Thank you, Dr. T, for um, enjoying my 13-page paper about Dirty John. Uh, I hope uh, it was at least interesting to read. I felt horrible as soon as I read that and emailed you and uh, apologized for my mistake. I think UNC Dallas handled the situation pretty well. I think they made the right choice to extend spring break. Although, I think the week or two after the extended spring break, I think there's a lot of confusion, and I think they're still trying to figure out what to do. I don't think this has ever happened in our nation's history that such a pandemic happened. I could be wrong. You know, I, I don't know. I think there was a slight delay only because we didn't know. There wasn't enough information gathered by it. It's an interesting situation. A lot of people are slowly losing their job. I know a lot of my friends have expressed that their family are going through certain hardships. And I thought our family was excluded from that. But last week, my mom actually got laid off. And I know that she felt defeated and upset and stressed out because right now, you really can't file for unemployment as easily as you could in the past. Not saying that the process is any different, but the website has crashed. We have more than, what, 30, 40,000 Americans filing for unemployment, and I know those numbers are not accurate, but those are the numbers that popped up in my mind. But we have so many people filing for unemployment, and I couldn't even log on to assist my mother to create an account. When this first started trickling in the states and they started implementing certain rules and regulations, I actually went to the dentist office and I overheard them saying, you know, they're not sure whether they're going to stay open or, or close. And I love my dentist. She took charge of the situation and she implemented these rules and regulations to ensure that everyone remains safe. A huge shout out to Championship Dental in Oak Cliff in the Bishop Arts area district. Uh, Dr. Marisol Vargas is amazing. If you ever need anything, she'll take care of all your dental needs. I haven't seen my dentist in like two months. Only because right now they're limiting the people that come into the office. I have braces. I'm not sure if you could notice. I have braces and I need to have adjustments and I need to switch out the wires. I haven't gone in almost two months because... Right now, they're only accepting patients with chronic pain, 
in their teeth or some major surgery. And I understand. And they're working with me and they're we're trying to reschedule appointments and, and appointments have been pushed back. I get it. It sucks that I have to wait so long, you know. I know that sounds really selfish, but it's just the nature of the beast. We are so... We live in a world where we feel that we're entitled to everything and we want everything at a instant. And now that this is happening, we can't really do that. We can't get that instant gratification of getting what we want at a moment's notice. We have to wait. And there are states opening up malls and beaches and things. And I'm just like, why? In my humble opinion, again, I'm not a scientist. I'm not in the medical field. I'm just a person drinking a beer and recording this podcast. So take it for what you will. I don't think the U.S. is ready to open up, to reopen up businesses again. And I understand that people are suffering because they lost their job and people are hungry because they need jobs to feed their family. I get it. I understand. This virus hasn't gone away. This virus hasn't stopped. We don't have a vaccine. How many more people are going to die or get infected because we're bored at home? You want to go to the beach or the mall or whatever. I get it. Trust me. I felt like a total tool when I walked my happy ass to Total Wine because I wanted to drink. But I did. And, you know, shame on me. But I walked to Total Wine with the face mask. I wiped down my cart. I tried my best to keep six feet within people. I made the executive decision to spend $200 on alcohol because I like to drink. But I drink at home. I don't go to the park. I don't go to the beach. I don't go visit friends. I do it at home. I honestly have this little bar set up in my room because I enjoy to have a cocktail. I enjoy to unwind after a long day at work. And that's okay. But I am trying my best to limit my exposure. Thankfully, no one I know in my personal space has contracted COVID-19. But you never know because it takes about 14 days for you to experience symptoms or show symptoms from my understanding. And we could just take a moment to think, wow, like, how are things going to change in 50 years? Like, are we going to remember this? Is it still going to be this crazy thing that we experience? And the answer is yes. I still remember the craze that was Y2K. And I was like, what, 7, 8? 9-11 happened. I remember that. I remember being in fifth grade and hearing our principal share the news and telling us, like, hey, turn on your TVs. I remember. I remember other times where diseases were showing up and people were scared. But I haven't experienced anything quite like this. Maybe I'll look back and reminisce how careless we were. How many times have you touched something, like on the ground? Who knows? Like, you tied your shoes, but you have to use your left hand to balance yourself. And as you're tying, and then you instantly touch your face or your nose or, you know, your mouth. Maybe I'll reminisce how careless we were to just embrace people, hug people. I'll admit, I'm friendly, but sometimes I don't really care for handshakes. I don't know why I get really, really weirded out with handshakes. Like, I just turn into, like, this blob and I don't know what to do, which is weird. Because I like to think that I'm pretty, pretty friendly, but I don't like shaking people's hands. I don't know why. I I just, I, I don't. Hopefully, in 50 years, we'll have a cure for this or a great vaccine that helps people that isn't costly and it doesn't cost you an arm and a leg and is affordable to everyone. I would like to think that 50 years from now, we are more educated, loving, understanding, and patient with one another. But I think what I'll remember most about this entire situation that 
COVID-19 took our sense of normalcy and made us aware. It made us aware that our economy isn't stable, that we're all living this social construct that time truly doesn't exist. It all feels like one giant long day for me, but I'm trying to learn to live with it. I go on daily walks with my dog now. Me, my boyfriend, and the two pups, we walk and we talk. I'm closer to my family a little bit. My mom makes a puzzle every other week. She invites me to help out. I say no because I think it's boring and I hate it. And I'm pretty sure later on I'll regret it when she's no longer with us. I'm trying to remain calm and continue being living the life that I live on the smaller scale. I was supposed to see Gwen Stefani in May with my boyfriend in Vegas. Unfortunately, that is not going to happen. My friend was supposed to get married April 25th in El Paso. And I was excited because I was going to go visit family, see the wedding, and eat Chico's tacos. You know, represent El Paso a little bit. But that didn't happen. And it sucks. Every April, I get excited for one thing only, and that is WrestleMania. This year, they hosted WrestleMania without a crowd. First time ever. No crowd. I didn't know what to think of it. And yes, it may have been a letdown, and it may not have been what I expected, but these superstars, athletes, performers, people, humans, performed to give us an escape. We have artists, big names, Madonna, St. Vincent, Lady Gaga, Grayson Chance, Conan Gray, Kina Granis, Emily King, Cerebrellis. Answer any of your favorite artists right here in this sentence. Blank is performing on Instagram Live and trying to uplift your spirit. And I would like to think that we're all coming together slowly and surely to help one another. Positive thinking, right? You have to release into the universe what you want from it. Good positive thoughts, right? This podcast was solely intended for school. A school project. But I like doing it. And I like to think that I'm good at it. We're decent. Let's not get too cocky with it. We're, we're going to stay modest. Like Mother Teresa. We're going to get super modest. I'm decent. I mean, I have the best editing skills or software or all that jazz. But I have heart. And I think that's what matters right now. Being passionate about something and trying something new. I mean, I'm not going to go outside anytime soon. So might as well just record some podcasts here and there. That's it for this week. I know things ended kind of on a bummer note. You know, never mind. We're, we're going to keep going for just a second. We're going to, you know, be okay. I have some homework for you. Yes, you listening to this podcast. If you look at the description, I'm going to have a link. This link is going to link you to a song, and I want you to listen to it. The song is In the Waiting by Kina Granis. And the reason I want you to listen to the song is because right now we are desperately trying to escape these uncertain times, scary times, and we want so desperately to fast forward into the future. But life isn't guaranteed. Tomorrow isn't guaranteed. Let's just enjoy the time that we're currently in. And that's what the song is about. Basically, learning to be patient. Again, listen to the song In the Waiting by Keenan Grannis. If you listen to the song on YouTube, go give a like and say that Mikey sent you. And hopefully Kina Granis will remember who I am.
Um, I met her twice, and she's sweet and adorable, and she makes good music for the heart and soul. All right, guys, so I practically took up 25 minutes of your time, which is too much to spend talking about COVID-19. Remember, please wash your hands. Keep yourself six feet apart from people. And you, and if you happen to go out to a grocery store, or cell phone company, any place that you deem to be essential like me, aka Total Wine, please be patient with the workers. Say thank you. Acknowledge the fact that they're there. Because most of these people don't have a choice. And they have to work in order to maintain their life. You know, they live from paycheck to paycheck. You know, maybe some people don't need it, but a majority of these people, they need that job. So please be courteous, love one another, and treat people with respect. Oh, that was a pretty heavy topic. Hopefully you guys found some comfort or insight or felt that your feelings are valid and you're not alone. Hopefully this podcast provided you some sort of comfort. But if not, I hope you guys at least go check out Kina Granis and listen to the her song in the waiting. It's magical, it's beautiful. Honestly, listening to Kina Granis is my form of therapy because therapy is expensive and this is cheaper and it makes me feel good and her music is truly soothing and just it's magic that's all i could say again you could follow me on twitter at one two three mikey go pod please leave a five star review on apple Podcasts and spotify and all that good stuff and again like i said i know this week's topic was pretty heavy and you may not be into that kind of stuff and and if you are you know let me know we'll make some future deep conversations episodes for season two of the podcast but like i said we are wrapping up season one of the one two three mikey go podcast next friday and we'll give you our predictions for money in the bank all right guys until then be safe wash your hands stay six feet apart and be kind to one another later guys Thank you.